0: Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. We are back again. I am Warren G. And I'm Kim. And this is Kim. And of course, um, we are getting ready to bring you another letter. And this guy here is very special to our heart because this is uh, Mr. Mike, which is my wife's brother. He has been incarcerated for some time and... Um, this is actually our second letter from our second inmate that um, that we read their letter to on this podcast. And if you um, want to go here, the first one is Reflection from an Inmate. And this will be um, part two of that. So <clears throat> I want to get straight into this letter now. On the last letter, I was a little theatrical with it because it was a very, very interesting letter. I just love the positivity and and everything that, you know, the inmate was displaying within the letter. But this one here is very, very deep. So I think this one here is going to be a straight read. So you guys just, you know, bear with us as we go through this and we'll give our commentary afterwards, all right? So it states, to the talk over in Bully Magazine. My name is Mike. I am Kimmy's baby brother. I have been incarcerated now for 25 years and seven months. Exactly. You may have read about my story in Bully Magazine's previous issues through the eyes and ears of Kimmy, but she could never truly understand what I really go through in this madhouse. But her and my mom was affected by my absentee from our family circle. Mama Rose raised me and Kim like twins, so I feel bad at times when I could not be there for her and Mama Rose when they needed me. I plan on challenging my convicts upon my release in the court so I won't talk about my situation right now, but but in due time, I will. But my biggest obstacle in here is the Department of Correction Community Supervision. Eighty percent of the staff who are hired are criminals and racist, hateful people. They commit all types of criminal acts, and under federal state law, they get what is called qualified immunity. All this racial, all this racial, unsocial justice that's going on in the world, you should see what it is like for us prisoners in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I have been, been gang assaulted by correction officers, sexually abused, robbed and lied on just to punish me. I have been in situations where my friends died by correction officers and it traumatized me because I felt like my time is next. Tupac has a song, I see death around the corner, but now they have cameras in a lot of the violent maximum security prisons and things are improved and I'm happy because I would not want to see my young brothers who got to do time face and see what I had to face and see. I developed several mental health disorders from my experiences. I'm also being denied proper medical attention by um, NYS um, Corrections, which is New York State Corrections. I have a broke finger, ligaments are torn, and it's painful every day. Plus, this leaves me vulnerable for several things, and the main one, not being able to properly defend myself. Because of this, I stay in my cell all day, looking at TV or listening to music. My body is banged up from all the violence I have been involved in, but I am striving to get back into shape with exercise. Other than that, my sister Kimberly keeps me insane with her words of comfort and wisdom. She is our new mama Rose, LOL. So I am thankful to have another shot at freedom because most of my guys in here will never see society again. And I am thankful to Kimberly, Warren, Daryl, Cheryl, and Kobe, Chris, and their families. I feel so sad I could not be there for my nephew, Joey. I could have been the uncle that helped Kim in his time of depression. Rest in peace to Joe Kane, Mama Rose, Dee Dee, and all the other good people who passed. Peace. <clears throat> wow. You know, what do you start with this letter? You know? Well,
1: you start with, uh, I'm glad I gave my outlet to speak freely about how he felt, to share it with others that can listen and to see what it's really like being incarcerated. Um, He wanted me to share this so those that have young um, adults, um, teenagers, um, what it's like to be in prison, and um, you got a shot at a life, then you might as well just... Take it for what it's worth and not get yourself in situations that you can't get yourself out of. Because my brother went in jail when he was 22. He's 49 now. So Mm -mm. um, he really don't know much about anything but being institutionalized. So I'm glad I was able to comfort him with that, with all the things that I'm doing with the magazine, the books, my husband's novels, and to be able to um, allow him to speak freely in paper and we read what he's thinking and feeling for others to understand um, his pain. So that is why we put him in the magazine. Um, we give different topics about what he went through, and it's called Michael's Pain. So
0: I feel good about that. You know, I <clears throat> I don't want to change um, anything about this conversation, but I I want to say this: everything that has transpired from January of 2019 to now is a reflection on how God works in your life. And when they say God worked in mysterious ways, I tell you, God really works in mysterious ways because although we lost people that was true and dear to our heart, we were able to do things to help Mike. You know, because deep down inside, I was very, very concerned about him even being released or even wanting to be released because my wife and I, we talked about him being released and it always um, bothered me of whether he would be able to come out to something, right? So with that being said, him being able to come out, first of all, with him being in there and able to to be a part of what we're doing has really, really catapulted his self-esteem. You know, um, my wife is telling me he's very happy with the things we're doing That He feels like he's really, really a part of something, you know, because pre-19, we had none of this going on. So we had no idea, like, what would we do for him once he hit the street? You know, how could we assist him other than saying, okay, you need to try to get a job or whatever. So we are, we working diligently and, and, and hoping that people, you know, will grasp on not only to this podcast, but to the magazine, to my books, and to her children books that we may be able to, you know, lend that olive branch to him. Maybe, hey, we, I bet we got plans of doing some things, you know, I don't want to talk about now, but maybe, you know, we might can help him out. With employment. Yes. So we, we, you never know. And it doesn't have to be here in Virginia. We, we just want to secure some bags that, you know, we can go up to New York and start some things. And maybe, you know, maybe he can be the forefront of the face of it. Right. So we got a lot of things that we're trying to do to make sure that he feels like he has a place to go and something to do when he hit the street. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men in his situations where their families you know has pretty much disowned him mm-hmm. hence the last letter that i wrote was the same thing his his family really disowned him mm-hmm. you know so they have not been on a journey with him and he's done 14 years mm-hmm. you know like he spoke about mama rose mama rose was there for him that was his mother and she did the whole 25 she, she held on as long as she could Yeah. but now she's not here so my wife has picked up the pieces and not only that she has she's bringing some tangible to him and not only that to his inmates You know, these guys are writing us and and we're letting them know that we're putting these letters out here, you know, on this podcast and you guys may read them. And, and, you know, just know that, you know, if you have someone locked up as well, you know, we're willing and and able to read their their letters as well. So with that being said, man, I I just, you know, thank God, you know, that he gave my wife the vision and, and the temperament and also... Um, um, the the patience to do all that she's doing with putting magazines and 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 this podcast together and live and we was on a radio show so she's made move that has really not only enhanced his life but mine's as well mm-hmm. you know um, as far as me being busy with work and you know trying to write my novels and making sure that I have that stuff going on, you know. It's very, um, it's very important that we continue this trajectory that he and that Michael can and can really have something to grab hold on to. So if you listen to this, and if you have loved ones that's locked up, and you got anything going on, get them involved. Yes. You know, get them involved.
1: Yes, we'd be glad to um, speak amongst anything they want to share with us, or, and 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 let viewers understand um what pain they're going through because they're people too this did no matter what situation they've been in i mean it's always a mental state that caused them to be in that frame of mind so um everything is um that is why they go into a, a correctional facility to correct the problem that was done but unfortunately these are not the right correctional facilities everything seems to be wrong about everything and when they put them in an institution they're not getting the treatment that they should get so um we got to be an outlet for them and and i want to do that you know not just because it's my brother but because i know a number of other people that that are in um incarcerated too so um i'm i'm happy to do this you know i'm happy to do this and i'm just praying that my brother um gets um makes it to the board he goes in, in 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 april so I'm hoping he makes it. He's been denied so many times and I hope they have a heart because I wrote to them and told them all the pain that he's gone through with the losses and not being able to even be um, able to uh, attend the ceremonies. He couldn't attend any of them because he's in New York and I'm here in Virginia. So he wasn't able to even see my mother for the last time. So, um, you know, that's painful for him. You know, it's very painful for him. He was a little boy. When he went in, he was a young boy, so um, he's still probably wanting that comfort of his mommy to mm-hmm. hold him. But he don't, he don't have that. So he wrote me and told me, "I can't wait for you to show me her belongings because I saved a lot of stuff for him to see." He said, Maybe "We can cry together, and you know, I'll, I'll cry, and just me and you. You know, I haven't cried in years, really, for someone to embrace me. Mm-hmm. You know, I need that. You know, because you know, everyone needs that when they're in pain. So." That is why I made his uh, stories called Michael's Pain because I know my brother's in pain. We were like so close and, you know, we got older and uh, he encountered in things that, you know, he shouldn't have. And I felt that that was going to happen, but I didn't think it would be this, 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 this way, you know, but what are you going to do? But I thank you guys for listening in. And if you would like to um, get more information about my brother and write him, um, you can email us. Um, the talkover radio show twenty twenty at gmail.com. That's the talkover radio show twenty twenty at gmail.com. I'm gonna leave it in the comments. So if anybody's interested in writing him and just giving him some words of encouragement or just some inspiration, um that, that would be great. He'll be happy to hear from other people outside of just me all the time. So um I thank you for listening in, and he closing.
0: Um, I just want to um just thank you guys for your continued support on the podcast and everything that um, we have going on. Um, of course we are looking forward to having many many more of these conversations. Um, about life in general and about the things that we may have going on. Um, when it pertains to um all of our uh, little projects that we have. Um. Don't forget that we also have support Joey's Heart. You know, make your way over to supportjoysheart.org dot org, and if God has put it on your heart to leave a donation, you know we uh, no donation is too small. Again, that is supportjoysheart.org dot org. If you go on that page, you can see that we're very transparent about all dollars given and all um, donations given to support Joey's Heart. Um, and with that being said, um, again. I have a website author Griffin dot com. If you're into novels and you want to get away from the world a little bit and just get into some great reads, I, you know I got some great reads. I'm on Amazon dot com under on um, Warren Griffin. You can find my books there. And with that being said, thank you again for another um, another broadcast.
1: Yes, another great broadcast. And we'll be back in tune, um, possibly Sunday, maybe sooner, depending on what um material God, we have you know, what God we have that's right heart, do, yeah. that's right if we want to speak amongst something that's the great thing about a podcast we have other no- you can talk when you want. You have talk. other letters i do have other letters so we'll um, read
0: through those letters and see if they um mm-hmm. or make it to the show so mm-hmm. just stay mm-hmm. tuned we'll probably do another one at some point this week okay um so with that mm-hmm. being said yeah that's it thank you guys
1: well thank you so much have a great rest of your monday and enjoy the rest of your week Take care.
0: Be blessed. Bye. Bye.